What's up, you guys? And welcome back to Tune In Tuesdays with your favorite gals, the H's. I'm Haley. And I'm Hannah. Let's get synced. Good baddies and daddies, we are back again. <laughs> Haley's reaction, you guys, she was not ready for that. <laughs> What's up, B's and D's? Baddies and daddies, <laughs> we have a quick little hitter for you today. We are super excited for today's episode just because it's important. It's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to get information out to a lot of different people in a variety of ways. Mm -hmm. And so today we really wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about domestic violence because I feel like anybody hearing this right now has either been a personal victim of domestic violence or they know someone who has, someone who is really important to them. Um, So we really just want to spread awareness because we all have seen what's going on with poor Johnny Depp. Haley's going to break it down there. She has done her research, even though this could be a multiple-part saga. She's going to give us the quick, quick on that. She's going to try. And then... <laughs> she's going to try. It's a lot to unpack. And then... <laughs> it is a lot to unpack. And, it's, and it makes me sad, too, because we live in a society that slaps such humor on everything, right? Like the memes. Like nobody can do anything on the internet without a meme to follow. Oof. Um, but Fortune after... Already. Yeah, right? God. But and it, there's there's sadness to that as well. Even though it might be funny for the moment, at the end of the day, it's not your life. So it's really not funny. Because if you internalize it and think about, oh my God, what if this was me? No, it's not a laughing matter. And also, I really love the word um today. I don't know if I always love um, but I'm really loving it right now. <laughs> Then we want to jump into secure attachments. We've all heard insecurities and maybe having insecure attachments. We want to share what it looks like to be in a committed relationship with secure attachments because that is a thing. And no, it's not clingy or overbearing or anything like that. So fucks what you heard. How's your vibe? (laughs) The vibe is divine we're doing sweet we're doing sweet i almost (laughs) slipped up on us but everything is peaches and cream over this way you know just the typical work week got a little baby shower we're attending this weekend so i'm really excited to do that also going to be an event for the fundraiser that i'm a part of Y'all gonna hear me talk about this until it's over, so you know I have to mention yep. it while I got the mic really quick. Until we have officially beaten yes. lymphoma, so, leukemia, all that. We are still raising these funds week after week. Podcast fam, I'm asking for a dollar. I'm asking for 50 cents. I'm asking for a share. You don't even have mm-hmm. to spend a dime, but please, please help the people that need it most who are literally fighting for their lives and 
and you can make a difference. You can do something so small as just share the post and maybe somebody you know will have it in their heart or will be financially able to give. You never know. Don't let anyone say no for you. So if you feel so inclined, the link for all that information is in our link tree on Instagram. We're going to be going strong for another couple weeks. We've already reached almost 20K. So Yay! our goal is 72,000. So that's amazing. Chug it along slow. I and think steady. it's amazing that at that you guys have raised anything. I love I love seeing people come together to support something else. Yeah, That's really it's cool. That's very amazing. impressive. Um, the group of women that I'm teaming up with are just honestly great individuals. They are very creative minds and have a ton of mm-hmm. amazing ideas. We are going to be having an event, which when you hear this, it will already have passed. But I'll be a lost and found <laughs> uh, that day to, to do an event. We also have another event coming up. Uh, $35 and we're doing a self-defense class called the guarded goddess it is female geared don't want to leave you out males hopefully we got something planned for you in the future but um i've always wanted to take one of these i'm super bummed i'm not going to be able to be there but if you want more information slide in the dm i think um yeah anyone can benefit from a, a little knowledge in that department but overall we are still chugging along so share or donate if you feel so inclined it is appreciated way more than you know by not just me but anybody who has been affected by this horrible horrible disease that cancer is so thank you for listening to my spiel (laughs) (laughs) the vibes are high and we are ready to dive into a serious but necessary topic today so Mm -hmm. han before we get into those meat and taties how is your vibe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought you said meat and titties, but I knew exactly what you were talking about. I just have a dirty mind. My vibe is stellar. I have been working from home this week, which, ugh, y'all, I love working from home. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it really does have pros and cons, but mm-hmm. I personally enjoy it. It gives me the freedom to unload the dishwasher really quick or walk the dog in the middle of the day just really fast and I enjoy that so I'm having a great week we had a great weekend um our niece had a birthday it was all baseball themed we ended up going to a little like what is it like the um, whatever the minor leagues team is and mm. Canapolis it's the cannonballers and <laughs> we had a blast we got her name put on the jumbotron whatever it's called the big the big tv out in left field <laughs> and it said happy birthday and it was just so cute and fun and it was a nice change of scenery to oh yeah to do something super kid driven oh, um yeah. but you just see it, all those kids with no bills and their carefree life and you're gosh, like man oh these were the days <laughs> this one girl she had to be like maybe eight or nine she just got blistered in the jaw by a home run it was horrible and then her little brother like caught the i know her little brother like got the ball after it wonked off her face and he was like so excited and she was in pain distraught yeah and it came in i know i was like god bless that's probably like a single dad and now he's losing his custody privileges because he can't even keep the kiddos safe (laughs) y'all fun fact about me uh because i have three brothers my dad 
when I was growing up, said, you're not going to play softball like all the other girls. I'm going to make you play on an all-boys team with all of your brothers. So I played <laughs> on a baseball team. Yeah, um, you had to be a ninja <laughs> all those years in a row. When <laughs> I say I was just one of the boys, I mean that in the most literal sense. Haley um, wore a cup just to fit in. She didn't have to. Literally, to. I have an eyewitness that I know very well who can testify who was on the team. Um, a former ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so just imagine that. and you know I I hit the ball one time all season and that memory is forever ingrained in my mind Um, (laughs) all I can say is I offer this poor gal my condolences because I've been there and it's tough times but um, yes sorry to divert a bit but (laughs) those were the days those were the days days. didn't know how good I had Um, (laughs) oh my gosh I know and you blink and it's like you're old, er. I'm not gonna say old. You're just older, and time passes by so quick. But anyways, we are ready to set it off. Set it off with a. <laughs> Y'all, if you have been around and about anywhere on social media lately, this has been front and center. And you know what? I'm not mad at it. Truthfully, I'm not mad at it because I think it's time that we shed some light on a very important topic from a very different perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually we're talking about, just to give you some context, the current case that is going on with Johnny Depp and his former wife, Amber Heard, uh, who is being faced with a defamation suit for allegedly accusing Johnny Depp of physically abusing her. Yo, we need our girl Sam on this epi to really dissect the legal stance on it. Cause... Phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is really an interesting case for several reasons. To be honest, I had no former knowledge of anything related to this case prior to this week, um, or I guess last mm-hmm. week when it really started to cook up in the media, and I'm sure there's plenty of reasons for that, maybe some non-disclosure agreements. I'm not sure, again. (laughs) Uh, I am not a paralegal, so I cannot use the the terminology with confidence, but allegedly, um, this case has been going on for quite some time. I had absolutely no idea, so we're going to dissect it just a little bit because I think it's really important that we just talk about domestic violence from this perspective because it is just not normally brought up in this context. And that is right. the context of potential domestic violence of a female on a male. And uh, being a female, you know, obviously I empathize with anyone who is a fellow female or identifies as such who is in a certain situation like this. But I really appreciate this case for what it is because it brings up the whole other side to this pie that uh, men deal with this too. And oh it God. being a like celebrity case is also something where it's like, whoa, okay. It's also like no one is immune, right? I mean, you can have status right. and all the privilege and literally be the creme de la creme and it can still happen to you. So mm-hmm. just to break it down a little bit for you. So Johnny Depp and now ex-wife Amber Heard met on set of a movie they were recording. I cannot remember the name of the movie. Anyways, they were both seeing 
significant others at the time. Um, I did not realize Amber Heard is bisexual. She was dating uh, another woman before. She had a girlfriend. And Johnny Depp was in a very long-term dating relationship, but unmarried to another woman for about 14 years. And I guess there was just some kind of infatuation that built between the two while they were on set together. Uh, And ironically... They just (laughs) broke up with their significant others around the same time. And then, uh, alas, they they started dating. And next thing you know, Amber Heard is engaged to Johnny Depp. And they engage in a long-term dating relationship, get engaged, and then they get married. And apparently, things are peachy keen up until this point. Um, I I was unaware, (laughs) honestly, that... Johnny Depp was even married. Um, I feel very out of touch with pop culture. <laughs> so, but apparently yeah, he's been married. Too. He was married to her in 2006. No, sorry, 15. So quite some time ago. Okay. Um, and you would think, oh, this is recent. Like they've been divorced just, and you know, been together up until recently. They've been divorced mm-hmm. since 2016. So this goes back quite a few years, which I was very unaware of. Um, and at so the time, wait, 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 they've been divorced for six years. They've been divorced since 2016. What? So they got married in 2015. Apparently they had a very intimate relationship and dated for several years. Then they got married in 2015 and then they ended up divorced about a year later. Oh my gosh. All right. So a, a lot has happened um clearly that we just did not know about and apparently i'm sorry 2015 is when they were married in a very private ceremony i want to make sure i'm getting the facts. you did say that you said they got married in 2015 they split in 2016 they split in 2016 because heard amber heard filed Mm -hmm. for divorce after she accused him of physically abusing her and so, as you can imagine, you know, um, we do, I think, as a society, kind of think of men as the abusers in relationships. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that gained a lot of attention because, I, I hate to say it, but most people are going to believe the woman in this case because historically there's just a precedence for that. So, they filed for divorce. She claimed a ton of things that Johnny Depp threw a phone at her, had basically beaten her, all of these things. Just very crazy allegations about some very serious um, violent assault from Depp. Essentially, they settled on $7 million settlement in August of 2016. Uh, She had requested a $50,000 a month spousal support from Johnny Depp. And she she got that. $50,000? $50,000 a month. I don't even know what I would do with $5,000 a month, let alone $50,000. She also got $7 million from her divorce, but she claimed to have donated it to charity. So they filed for the divorce in 2016. It finalizes in 2017. And for several years, I don't really think that we hear much at all. It's kind of hush-hush. Yeah. And then things really start to pick up again. Um, after they split up, Heard comes out of the woodwork in, do- in 2018, December of 2018, so quite some time later. And she writes a piece for the Washington Post about domestic violence. Oh, my Does gosh. not mention Depp by name, but clearly it is not a secret that 
she it's negatively charged yeah and it's negatively charged uh, exactly and basically to keep a long story short she committed defamation he basically was kicked out of a movie role that he was filming due to these claims and you know obviously that as an actor your reputation is literally everything so as soon as that happened uh he's like no 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 no. we're gonna set this record straight and Mm -hmm. johnny depp fires back and sues her for 50 million dollars he's like i literally lost this job because you put these claims against me and this whole time he just insists that these are not true um this is not an accurate portrayal of what actually mm-hmm. happened. But Heard continues to say that he has abused her on multiple occasions. He refers to Johnny Depp as the monster. Okay, so, I mean, this is really getting, you know, a lot of back and forth is happening at this point. So, in Sorry, 2020- I, I'm sucking my teeth because obviously we know that what she is stating is not... 100% factual and there's literal women living out there every single day in fear living with people who could be you know identified as actual monsters in relationships so yeah. that's kind of like a slap in the face <clears throat> excuse me allergies are still against me that's a slap in the face to people who are actually going through it yeah it's it's a lot to unpack i mean from that instance in 2018 up until now i think johnny depp was trying to like file for an appeal basically to have his case retried and they kept turning right. him down turning him down turning him down and yeah i mean it's wow, a slap he's in really the face. To work hard at this too okay he has worked Sorry. very very hard um yeah. and it finally they picked it back up essentially in the beginning of april so this month i want to say it was the 11th that they pick this back up after he's been kicked out of his movie role because uh, Amber won her case against him that uh, alleged that he was abusing her. I mean, things get got really ugly. It sounds like Johnny Depp was going through it for a number of years trying to really say his piece and now it's his time. All right. So yeah, if you guys have been paying attention, this poor man um, has been in court answering so many questions going back and forth, doing all of the things, trying to prove his innocence. And it gets Mm -hmm. really interesting. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it goes from Amber Heard is being abused to now she is the abuser. Mm -hmm. From what has been disclosed, um, and I really feel for Johnny Depp, we will never know what actually happened. That's just the facts. Mm -hmm. But some of the allegations and what they can prove as factual evidence, is shocking. Um, Some of the allegations are that she cut his finger off with a vodka bottle. What? And threw it at his face. There's been several altercations between them. threw the bottle at his face or threw his finger at his face? Threw the bottle at his face and then cut his finger off with a broken bottle of vodka, um, which I guess this was happening all the way back to when he was filming Pirates of the Caribbean, which is years ago. So, I mean, this has been ongoing. Oh, um, my God. Or at least, I won't say the abuse has been ongoing. They've split. But this was happening for a number of years. And he says, you know, there are some recordings played during the trial, to my understanding, where she comes out and says, like, I just... 
I can't promise you I won't get physical with you again. I just, you know, I get so mad and I just, I lose it. I mean, I really think that's what just like the kiss of death for her really right there. But a a lot has happened. There's allegations that heard pooped in the bed and was very violent towards <laughs> I don't know if Wait anyone has second. seen that but it is really Poop. yes apparently she defecated oh my God. <laughs> in the bed after they broke up and blamed it on their Yorkshire Terrier and Johnny Depp and is in court like we have a four pound Yorkshire Terrier that did not come out of a Yorkie pick. I have picked up this dog's poop several times and that's not that's not our dog's poop so i mean it's just like things you would not even think like another human would do it's it's really (laughs) outlandish i don't want to go into too much about the specifics because (gasps) to be honest i've been keeping up with this um in between (laughs) other responsibilities at work and things but Good Lord, I feel bad for the man. He can't say anything in court if you've been watching without somebody basically calling him out and saying it's hearsay, which essentially means that they cannot prove that. It's just word of mouth, like it's uh, through the grapevine, essentially. Um, But whatever the truth behind this is, I'm sure it will come out, as it always does. Mm -hmm. But over the last week or so, two weeks now, I guess, there's been a ton of allegations and things and i don't know how it's gonna end i pray that whatever it is that person receives justice because i really think that johnny depp has made a serious case for himself in this and has shed a light on the fact that men are not always the abusers. They are also victims of abuse and i really appreciate that because nobody really sheds light on that so i would encourage you guys if you're interested keep up with the case i think it'll set a very different precedence for how we address domestic violence cases in the future so i think it's really important there's just been a ton of honestly domestic violence happening in the media recently not even to mention what happened with will smith and chris rock uh, oh my gosh. i don't even think we mentioned that on the i don't cast, even know but... if we have spoken about that but zoiks that could be a whole nother episode on its own, to be honest. That could be a whole nother episode, but I did like the point that you brought up, Han, at the beginning, is that I'm sure this will all be made a joke, um, mm-hmm. and whatever the turnout is. Someone who enjoys humor, obviously, like, I love a good laugh, but I was a little sad to see clearly which was a break in character for someone not that i know them personally but when they were coming out all those memes of will smith slapping chris rock i'm sure there will be tons of memes about this allegation of amber pooping on the bed i mean like there will just yeah. be it'll all be made and just their, f- their facial expressions during this trial like oh, yeah her facial expressions have been just from what i've seen i'm like Mm. questionable questionable yeah i really just wanted to take a minute to unpack that a bit and just say that there's always two sides to every story um men are victims i won't say as much as women according to the statistics but just to share a couple of those with you nearly one in four men in the u.s will experience some form of sexual violence in their lifetime one in four teen will also be forced to penetrate someone in their lifetime, 
more than one in 30 which is rape yes that Um, is rape (laughs) that is definitely rape and among male victims of completed or attempted rape about 71 percent first experienced such victimization prior to age 25 so you're thinking three-fourths of those people are really just in their, I'm not going to say infancy, but those really formative years. And mm-hmm. um, I can only imagine that that causes so much trauma down the road. I don't even want to get into the stalking. I mean, just things that you would think don't apply to men do. One in 17 yes. men in the U.S. will be stalked at some point in their lifetime. And all of this is said to happen before the age of 25. So, I mean, if you just think about trying to navigate that time in your life, dealing with being Gosh. a sexual assault or domestic violence victim, um, my my heart's and feeling goes out to you. So I'm really glad that this is being actually talked about in a different light for the first time in a very long time. Um, I would encourage any of you that are victims or want to wanna speak out, Hopefully you find some empowerment from this and um, please, please, please do so. Sorry, it's a little heavy today, folks, but really this is just life. This is is the facts. Yeah. And And if um, you or anybody you know, I think we've, we've definitely dropped this in the past, but if you or anybody you know are personally suffering or, you know, they are a victim of domestic violence. Help is available to speak with someone right now today at the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 24 hours a day. There are so many different languages. I think like 200 plus interpretation services here. 800-799-7233. There is also a text feature. You can text START. S-T-A-R-T to 88788. You can chat. There There are so many different avenues. Yeah. Um, Don't suffer in silence. It is not fair. It is not okay. You do not deserve that. Male, female, them, however you identify. Don't suffer in silence and it's not okay because like Haley said, the trauma and the trauma responses that can go along with that. I mean, that's a lifetime of unpacking. So my heart goes out to anybody who has... Just been in a in a position like that for a loved one to do that to them. I'm so sorry. It's not always rainbows and butterflies out here, but we do have something we would love for everyone to learn about that has recently stumbled upon us, which is, uh, I guess, a very large body of growing research, which I personally find very interesting because I just love all the social science goodness in the world, and that is secure attachment. Ann, will you unpack this term for us just a little bit more? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, And shout out to Softcore Trauma on Instagram. They kind of brought this topic to light for me, and it sparked my attachment. It sparked my attachment. I got attached (laughs) to it. It it sparked my attention, and I wanted to know more about it because I think there's always this, like, stigma and this – negativity surrounding, you know, having insecurities. Mm -hmm. But we don't put focus on the opposite of that or the good side of that, which is being secure Um, and what that looks like in relationships. And secure attachment is feeling safe and secure most of the time, right? 
Not that you wake up every single day feeling safe and secure, right? Like you're in the middle of a fight, you feel safe and secure or an argument with your emotional relationships. That can apply to intimate relationships, friendships, you know, family members. I know that even if you've never been in a relationship before, I know that you have gotten into a disagreement or a heated conversation with somebody that you care about, whether they are a friend or a family member. But it's that feeling of safety and security most of the time within these relationships. And this account just kind of posted many slides about what it kind of looks like and, and how it's formed. And it goes in and it says that secure attachment is formed when those we love are present, attuned, and express their delight in who we are and what we do. Not that they're just coexisting, right? Oh, yeah, cool. Um, And like this mindless stance, but they actually care. They're there for you. It unpacks a lot in this little post, to be quite honest. It really does. Didn't really know how deep it gets, but apparently there is a whole nested model of how this works. Mm -hmm. Um, This is not only just seen with family members, loved ones, um, you know those kind of relationships but it communities systems institutions and there's definitely different levels of attachment and where you can seek this secure attachment so really listening to your partner wanting to understand them wanting to be there for them wanting to make an effort to make them feel safe and heard and not as if they are an inconvenience. So basically the exact opposite of everything we just discussed about the previous case. um, You deserve that. And we would encourage everyone who wants to know a little bit more about it to check out this post. Um, This is a very cute little Instagram page. We'll have to give them a holler. They talk about a lot of really interesting shared lived experiences and different terminology that just help us describe our day-to-day phenomena and um, feelings Mm -hmm. and how to navigate that. So I'd recommend their soft core underscore trauma on Instagram. Give them a follow if you are into those little self-help thingies. 10 out of 10. Love it. My favorite, and just to wrap that up, my favorite... My favorite little tidbit from that that just kind of resonated with me the most is secure attachment is not the absence of rupture. Secure attachment is the presence of repair after ruptures occur. And that is just kind of like, it makes you think about how down you feel when something just like completely hits rock bottom, doesn't matter what it is, um, whether it's in your professional or personal life. And it's important who is there for you to pick you back up. And I feel like a lot of people are just out here trying to create these connections with others Mm -hmm. um, and attachment, if you will. But I don't even know. It's like, it's hard to try to tell somebody exactly where to go to find this type of connection with another person. If they, I think they've never felt it. Is that our society does not foster a good way to form such attachments these days. Mm-hmm. Everyone is essentially disposable. You can date without leaving your house. If you don't want to be friends with somebody, you don't have to respond to their text message. You can block them. You can literally delete them out of We're your life. We're in the life. society so, of ghosting. 
I definitely empathize with anyone who is seeking a relationship or wants to attach securely to another (laughs) human being because I I imagine that it is just not um, the experience that maybe our parents had or certainly not the experience our grandparents had uh, just because I really think people tried a lot harder to connect and be present and I personally, I mean, just a side note, have not posted anything on my Instagram in a year. And this is one just because I'm trying to be a little bit more present. The fact that you just mentioned that and I saw that today because I just I clicked on your Instagram and I was like, your most recent picture is a picture of us from a wedding almost a year ago. A year ago. I was like, and a lot of that girl girl is not on there, but that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of that is because, well, one, I eat Cheetos on the couch a lot, so I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to see that. I do. But also, I think there's beauty to living some private moments and mm-hmm. being offline during those moments and really taking them for what they are. Um, I've had a ton of people ask me, why don't you share more about you and Jake, my boyfriend? And, you know... For for one, for what? every time I, people, several people have asked me that. Why don't you post? Why don't you post? And it's because I don't feel the need to show anyone my relationship because anyone who really knows me knows I'm good. Um, you know, so I think that we just have the desire to feel so kind of falsely connected to other people that these secure attachments are really few and far in between. More so that, and people might be listening to this and be like, that sounds like it's a no-brainer. Like, yeah, of course I want that. But like, do you have that? I don't know. Double check because arguably, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, truthfully, do you? Yeah. Do you? I don't know. I mean, you think that you might know somebody, but do you just know them on Instagram? Like, do you, what do you know about them? Um, So I try, I've been trying to uh, live a little bit more presently and uh, kind of, kind of do this i didn't really know about it until hannah brought it up and uh shared it with me but uh i I imagine that it's it's really difficult to find in this landscape this day and time so try try uh check it on your peeps (laughs) and uh some of y'all might not be as close as you think you are i'm just gonna throw that out there (laughs) yeah but then you also have to look inward and think if you're not, does it have anything to do with what you are or aren't doing in the relationship or what you are giving to the relationship or not giving to the relationship? Yeah, it's definitely, it could get deep really quick, but I think that it's hard to do nowadays. People are so disposable. They just come and go. It's just like, mm-hmm. miss one, next 15, yep. another one coming, you know? So like, girls are like buses. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh my god yeah and then thinking of just like my past relationships i reading this i would not have been able to connect to secure attachments in my past relationships i'm only able to connect to it now from the relationship stance because i have a comparison to my husband which is just a night and day comparison in terms of my actual feelings right and in past relationships it could have been maybe wanting to feel those things but actually not and then feeling bad about not feeling those things so it's kind of like you uh, what's the word I'm looking for I don't know I can't think about exactly what I'm trying to say I don't know if it's making sense it's just the only way that's coming to my brain right now I will say 
You may or may not have a secure attachment in your relationship if you are worried about that person's, if you're worried about what you might find on their phone. You probably don't have a secure attachment. If you're worried about what they would do if you weren't there on a night out, you probably don't have a secure attachment with that person. If that person you are talking to across the dinner table and they're looking down at their phone and they say, what was that? Not to say that doesn't happen, you know, every once in a while, but if that's a habitual thing, you may not have a, may or may not (laughs) have a secure attachment. First of all, no phones at the dinner table. (laughs) <laughs> no phones at the dinner table <laughs> that if my mom could hear that she'd be like 10 points to gryffindor <laughs> i got you jules yeah. i got you my girl um, jules gotta reevaluate those relationships um i think my inner yeah. circle we secure we are like we buckled up like a pair of overalls <laughs> baby so um. <laughs> definitely i mean this is just another reminder checking on your peeps yeah you have on the men on your lives make sure they're good Mm -hmm. because there are some going through some things out there Mm -hmm. y'all if you want to find any of the goodies that we've mentioned on our episodes or the link to donate hand slide them in that direction yay yay pop on over to instagram i don't know why i jumped off with yay yay i like that i don't know (laughs) send me to jail (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hop on over to instagram type in synced underscore podcast and in our bio you will find the link to our link tree we put all the goodies on and popping in there get lost explore have fun hop in our dms if you have any questions we love the questions the interaction we did have someone pop into our dms recently and yes. we will give them a quick shout out. They listened yes. to our episodes and gave us some kudos because they were loving the material. So shout out to the Network Nights podcast. We appreciate you for saying that you enjoyed our chemistry on the cast. Um, that, that made our day. So That was so cool. We love hearing from you. We're so happy you joined us and we hope you join us next time. We're going to leave you today, but we'll see you next time on our Tune in Tuesday. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my voice gets down there. For the peace. Peace. Do the deepest peace you've got. Peace. <laughs> that wasn't it. That sounded kind of angry. Peace. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> peace. That was probably it. Peace. Here's mine. Peace. (laughs) I naturally have a pretty deep voice, though. Peace. Peace. I'm gonna beatbox on him one time, one time.